Hello there, C-Note here, and welcome back to Dopamine. I am your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, and you are listening to a show that is all about personal acceptance and creative empowerment. And uh, today I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about gratitude. Now, not in the cheesy sense. There's this cheesy version of gratitude that is either like trying to look at the bright side of things or uh, an optimism in favor of trying to make your business work or something like that. But I'm talking more about like embodied gratitude and embodied gratitude really means a more visceral, personal sense of gratitude every moment, every day for everything that you experience, not just what you have, because a lot of the times gratitude practices come up as something that you it's it's about like oh i'm grateful for my house and i'm grateful for my little train set or whatever right which is fine those th- I'm like i'm not saying those things are bad um but what i'm speaking about is something a little bit more deeper which is a waking up every day and being excited or at least being um attuned to the idea that you exist And that is a very, very rare thing, first of all, and that there are moments in life that are hard, that have been hard, that will continue to be difficult, but that you are equipped with all the tools that you need to survive and surmount those things because you have survived and surmounted up to this point. And so there's just just something I, I tend to think about when I'm not just when I'm struggling, just any moment that I have a, a, a breath or if I'm eating food or with my partner or going for a walk or breathing in fresh air is this reminder that every genetic ancestor that you have up to this point in history has survived a lot of crazy things. And the specifics of those are, you know, a matter of your genealogy. But there have been like wars and famine and plagues and uh, simple things, but also lots of travel, lots of migration, lots of um, uh, weather uh, weather patterns, um, shifts in uh, cultural things that have happened throughout history. And uh, your ancestors, since the dawn of time, since the beginning of of at least humans not the dawn of time, but the beginning of of humans and all of the genetic connections that have led up to your existence, all of those things have worked out to the point where you get to exist. And I think that's pretty incredible and amazing to think about. And again, I'm not trying to say gratitude in terms of just having a blind optimism for every situation. That's not what I'm saying, because you can be grateful that a relationship didn't work out, for example. Or you could be grateful that uh, you didn't get into the college that you thought you were going to get into. Uh, You can also just be grateful to be able to breathe because you can go without food for 45 days. You can go without water for about three, four days maybe, but you can't breathe for more than four minutes or you can't not breathe for more than four minutes. And so breathing is one of those simple things when you ta- when you stop and you're just able to take a deep breath in with your nose, hold for a few seconds, and then out the mouth, like you can feel a sense of aliveness and a sense of, of potential connection with, 
with the world around you. And, you know, I'm not meaning this in any kind of um, religious context, just simply experiencing life and reality around you for the moments that may seemingly be riddled with dense nonsense. Like if you're dealing with family drama or you're dealing with uh, social media drama or you're running a business and uh, are constantly worried about where the next bit of money is going to come in, which tends to be my problem. Those are not things that you need to be waiting in or experiencing every single moment of every day. That because you're experiencing challenges doesn't mean you can't experience gratitude or because other people are experiencing challenges that you cannot experience gratitude. You know, because you're, you have a moment of solace, a moment of peace, a moment of, of appreciation, uh, doesn't negate the, the, the challenges of the world. It doesn't negate your challenges. It doesn't negate anyone's struggles. If anything, it actually enables you to be more supportive of the greater flow of the existence of, of the human collective unconscious. And so your, your ability to take a breath to, to tune to yourself, to tune to your needs, to be grateful for your food, to be grateful for being alive, to be grateful to have indoor plumbing. <laughs> uh, all these little things, there's so many tiny moments in our lives and our existences that we are uh, constantly ignoring because you know, we're humans. We're just kind of always looking for the next thing. We're sort of perpetually unsatisfied. That's, a, that's an interesting human trait. And part of gratitude is a acknowledgement of satisfaction. And sometimes that's hard, right? Sometimes that is hard to be like, but I don't feel satisfied. Um, and that's okay too. Like if you're not satisfied in a certain situation, having a moment to stop and be grateful for something doesn't mean that you're done. Like you're done when you're dead, when you're done everything, when you're dead, <laughs> like you're, there's, there's no real completeness or satisfaction and necessarily mostly anything that you do until you're done. And so one of the best things that I personally try to get mentally into is thinking about time as more circular thing and not a linear thing. Meaning I'm not trying to get to the end of something, but I'm trying to get to the next thing, or I'm trying to get through this current cycle of the thing that I'm thinking about or that I'm bathing in or, or, or working towards. And that, that goes with gratitude as well. It's just these ebbs and flows and cycles of, yeah, you're going through maybe some stress and you're working and you have to activate some stress in order to push yourself, maybe activate some anxiety, some excitement, and then finding yourself through a rest cycle and you get a chance to breathe finally and you are watching some Netflix for a while or something. And then you get a chance to like reset and you can go through that gratitude practice again. It's like, whoa, I was able to push my body to do something I never thought I could do, push my mind to do something I never thought I could do, to be able to sit comfortably on a couch or wherever you are, watch Netflix or watch whatever you're getting to watch, and experience this technology, being able to listen to a podcast from a person who is in their car recording this on their phone, on their computer screen device that was not even in existence 15 years ago, and uh, able to do this seamlessly and effortlessly, share thoughts, share ideas, connect with you, um, be able to calm your mind or excite your mind, depending on the situation, 
and be able to support you from a distance. I'm up in Rochester, New York. You could be anywhere around the world listening to this. And that to me is an incredible thing. And that's something to be grateful for. And so gratitude can also be something that involves a little bit of fake it till you make it, meaning in order to really start to embody gratitude on on more occasions uh, when you're feeling any moment of quiet, it really starts with doing it as a dedicated practice of some kind, like journaling at maybe the same time every day or doing something before you go to bed or in the morning or in the shower. Maybe while you're taking a poop, you're like, you know what? It's really nice that I'm not pooping outside. And then you start with that. Just do that every day. You know, it's really nice that I'm not pooping outside. And then the next day, you know, it's really nice that I'm not pooping outside because it's cold outside. And you just got to add to it. Um, and, and just all the little things that we get to experience, right? There's, again, a gratitude does not negate the problems. Um, but you don't have to let the problems get in the way of you experiencing gratitude, right? Like a lot of society is utility for us to be able to exist within. We're able to function. Uh, to some degree, you know, that's questionable, the degree of functioning, it's fine. But if your plumbing works, if your cable works, if your internet works, uh, those are great things you can be grateful for. Um, The traffic lights are working, great. (laughs) You know, those are just little kind of material things. But um, as I mentioned, you know, there is, since the dawn of time, since as far as we know, the Big Bang and all this the hot balls of gas and plasma and dark matter and space and blah, blah, blah. All of that expanding, cooling rock. And then that cooling rock, for some reason, with our cooling rock, uh, started to develop organic life and through the oceans and then eventually went on land and went through all of this evolutionary process that eventually created humans and then those humans kept surviving and traveling and meeting and mingling and getting horny and creating new humans and uh, all of that kept going and going and surviving and thriving and making new humans and surviving and thriving and making new humans and all of that has led to you now that might be scary also to think about like oh no there's so much on my shoulders now uh, I have to keep going, right? I have to, like, that That sounds like that's putting a lot of pressure on you. Well, I'm not trying to put a lot of pressure on you. None of them are alive. <laughs> like, or, or a few of them are alive. Like, maybe your parents and grandparents are alive. Or other, um, other immediate family. But that's, I'm not talking about pressure and expectations. I'm just talking about the simple fact that you exist because of the natural evolutionary processes of humans reproducing and all of these inbuilt things that enable you to exist, right? It's, it's weird to think about and probably a little bit uncomfortable and gross, but your parents got horny and then they had you, right? <laughs> At some point, that's like, that's what happened. And because of that natural human process that enabled your existence, something that unconsciously occurs that they did not have a choice in, that they didn't have a choice necessarily in uh, being attracted to someone and then being able to reproduce with them or having that desire to reproduce with them. And all of these natural chemical human processes that led to those moments led to your existence. And then all of this, this, this 
this uh, system of occurrences that happen within the female body of the, you know, sperm meeting the egg and all of that process that is just like, like why and how that happens is like beyond my brain. I know the what, like I know the series of events or at least relatively what the series of events are. But the fact that this is unconsciously happening in women's bodies, especially if you're a woman and if you've had a child, like, you know, the beauty of that experience. And, um, I do not, that is discrimination against men. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) but the idea being that there's so much that is happening that is beyond all of the conscious things that we put our attention towards so much happening in terms of being able to eat a piece of chicken and then that chicken becomes you like that's weird (laughs) but it's beautiful at the same time and so being able to have that kind of gratitude for being able to eat and then your body even having gratitude for your body and its ability to process food to fight against diseases to uh to know how to build muscle when you're exercising or where and how to sweat like these are all things that your mind that your listening mind right now does not have any conscious um, uh, interaction with, right? You're not having to think about the food that you're processing. You're not having to think about the chemical reactions and changes that are happening in your body for better or worse, right? When it comes to like things like depression, those are things that we can start to become aware of the, co- the, the outcomes of the chemical Uh, reactions to, and then be able to make choices. Again, that's the conscious part to hopefully start to get us on a right path to start to feel a little bit better or to give us, give ourselves the rest that we need to feel better or whatever. Right. So anyway, all those things said that I think gratitude when it comes to our inherent experience as a human, as human beings to also look at other human beings and you know, you don't have to get them to know them too specifically, but being able to get to see other human beings who are also existing and doing their thing and, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, living their lives. And they are also the result of millions of years of evolution or hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. I'm not sure the actual numbers, but, uh, all sorts of evolutionary time has gone past and they get to exist at the same time that you get to exist. And I'm just talking about people that are strangers and people you don't even know. And even the people you dislike, there is a, um, the, the reason that you can dislike someone is because you stand for something. And so there is a, a gratitude for those people as well that I think you can have in having them as a reminder for the things that you stand for and also honor and respect the fact that they stand for something because there's no such thing as, as objective good or bad. The, the, you're the hero in your story. They're the hero in their story. You're the villain in their story. And they're the villain in your story, depending on whatever the context is. Right. And so that brings me to the Thanksgiving dinner situation, which as of this recording has already passed, but maybe you're listening to this in the future. And it's very tempting to show up to a Thanksgiving dinner with an agenda in mind to change people's minds or change your family's minds or have a conversation with them about stuff that you've really cared about and force a conversation on them instead of honoring their humanity and having a conversation with them, even if it's on a surface level, right? You don't have to have 
deep conversations with everyone for it to be a meaningful relationship. I know that there may be some intuitives listening in the Myers-Briggs system, and intuitives want to go behind the scenes and we want to talk about things, not talk, not talk, uh, what's the word? Uh, We want to talk about like the behind the scenes of things, and we don't necessarily want to talk about the thing itself usually, right? So you don't want to talk about the weather, you don't want to talk about daily life, you don't want to talk about things in the past, right? You want to talk about the future, speculation, ideas, concepts, or maybe something you saw on the internet and you are mad that your dad is also saying that or something like that. Don't worry about that stuff. <laughs> like that stuff is, is just human stuff. We're all just going through these processes of learning things and shaping things. And, and I think one of the best things that you can do in those situations is to learn, listen, be curious, and really get to know someone's perspective on something or completely change the subject. You don't have to talk about the things that you don't want to talk about, right? You don't have to make yourself suffer because you feel like someone else should be suffering. And so when it comes to the gratitude piece, to circle this back in, because I got a little ragey there, um, (laughs) to circle this back into the gratitude thing, it's really about being able to see things as they are and seeing the fellow human in front of you as they are. And that means fully trying to understand the nodes in their personal system. So when you're trying to also understand your own personal nodes in your personal system, whether that's your personal history or your family lineage, or just the general idea that human evolution has led to your existence, then shifting that perspective to look at the other person and be able to say, right, they also have these threads, these nodes, these histories, these channels that have led to their existence, what they think, what they believe, what they are surrounded by, what they surround themselves by, whether or not they're conscious or unconscious of what they're doing. There's so many different things that are going on in a person's person's existence. And in my mind, I'm grateful for the ability to be able to listen and investigate that because that has taken a long time for me to personally get to. And if you're not quite there yet, that's totally okay. It's not, I'm not judging you for not being able to do that. Cause like some people really like arguing about stuff, right? <clears throat> but you know, check in with each other cause you're still family and you're still friends and you're still people that are, uh, needing each other. Like we're a social species. And so if we are, um, just sticking into our walls and not connecting with other people um, because of something that's frankly temporary because we all are going to die one day uh, temporary for us. Um, You know, it's just, it's not worth in my mind. It's not worth harping on every moment of every day and that like you can just eat your Turkey. That's okay. And be grateful for it. Right? (laughs) Like, ah, this is some good Turkey. This is delicious or stuffing or whatever, if you're vegetarian or vegan or something, whatever you want to eat. But, um, you know, just, just being able to like slow down time and take the bite and just be with the bite, you know, not cling to it, just enjoy the passing moment and then go on to the next passing moment. Right. So, uh, gratitude to me is not just reframing everything into a positive or just, um, or, or ignoring anything that's going wrong or difficulties or challenges or anything like that. But 
a full embodiment of existing, of breathing, of actually being able to enjoy breathing. Like, I don't know if you've ever really taken in a deep breath, but like, it's an enjoyable process. It feels good. You get a reward for that, right? And so there's a lot to get to know when it comes to our human mechanism of a machine. It's kind of this beautiful piece of machinery that does all sorts of things that we don't have to consciously do. We have to maintain it, of course, take care of ourselves, but we don't have to like think about processing our food, (laughs) Um, which is nice. I don't know. I appreciate that. So I don't know. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to come up with ideas for this podcast, to be able to talk on this podcast, to have you listen and be a fan and friend of this podcast and to be supportive of me and what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just trying to share what has been um, things that I feel like I'm embodying and learning and taking with me in life and hopefully being able to share those things with you and maybe you've picked up something or maybe it's a total crock of shit and (laughs) you're like, this guy's an idiot and you don't listen to it again, which is fine. I appreciate you uh, for having an opinion. That's totally fine. Um, But if you are a fan of this podcast and you would like to continue to support dopamine, you can go to patreon.com slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. I don't have any special content there at the moment, but if you just would like to provide some sort of financial support, um, certainly you can do that. And also if you go to dopamine.school, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E dot school, you can go to sign up for our email list. I've got a secret podcast there called Exploring the Inner Cosmos, which is all about what I call input, process, output, or outcome. And it's really about like the three aspects of the hero's journey. It's like the call to adventure, the adventure itself, and then the result of the adventure. And getting into a rhythm and flow when it comes to creativity and um, really just living life and doing your thing. And uh, I also have courses on the website for mostly INTPs, but I also have a Spiral Dynamics for Creativity course uh, for creatives. And then I also have a Press Start on Your Creative Message course, which is all about uh, getting to know creative tendency archetypes. And then I also go through drama and empowerment. And it's the most helpful if you are a person who is has been working a job for a while and you're trying to figure out how to start freelancing or you're trying to figure out if you should be a freelancer or build a product or a business and getting to know a little bit of your personal story and how that connects to your personal creative mission. So I think that's interesting if that's something that resonates with you to go check that out at dopamine.school. So I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for now. Um, I'll have more podcasts in the future, but for now, enjoy your holiday. I don't know if I'll have another episode before the end of the year. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself and each other, your family, your friends, your body. Uh, Take a breath. I appreciate you. And uh, catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. So before we get started on the podcast, I wanted to let you know about Audible. Uh, Only because since I've recently learned that I have dyslexia, Audible has been really my lifesaver. I have realized that through a lot of reading, I have used so much extra energy. My brain has to do all this extra rewiring for me to read words on a page. And so having Audible helps me to not have to use 
that side of my brain and essentially avoid executive burnout. And even if you're just wanting to listen to books on the go, I think Audible is a really great experience for you. So go ahead to audibletrial.com slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. And when you sign up, you support the channel and you get a free ebook. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So with that in mind, let's go get uh, started with the show.